awful blight of racism from among us and upon us. Dear Lord, have mercy on this nation, upon this world, upon all people of every color and of every creed. Dear Lord, bring this tendency to hate and to destroy away from us. Cover us with your love and with your truth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Is what registered, and that is you just. It's getting ready to start again, we need to stop it. The path through right, your ball and walk This on. country has put forth cautionary restrictions mm -hmm. and attention to stop the spread of a deadly virus and to save lives. But within the last 30 days, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd have all been brought to prominence with the common thread of having their lives snuffed out and snatched by a plague even more vicious than COVID-19. Is there any way I can just put it on my This plague, phone? unlike COVID-19, is not invisible. No, no, We're no. seeing it far too much. And it's time for every legislator, okay. leader of a city, state department, government agency, to put forth the same effort and urgency that has been put into the cure for COVID-19. My heart has become overwhelmed and burdened as a result of these tragic, senseless crises and killings. As such, first responders of the law enforcement community of the county must do better. We as black people deserve better. We are human beings created in the image and likeness of God. Just like all people, no one has the right crush the very life out of us. Our black, brown, young men and women of color were not created to be executed in the streets by those who have taken an oath to protect life or by anyone else for that matter. Our lives are worth protecting. I sorrow and I am praying for the families who have suffered such great losses. I am praying now for the protection and safety of this generation of young men and young women that have been traumatized by so much. We must stand and fight, but not by looting, not by burning buildings, but stand together in love and in unity while we seek the Lord for strategic wisdom that will eradicate this awful blight of racism from among us and upon us. Dear Lord, have mercy on this nation, upon this world, upon all people of every color and of every creed. Dear Lord, bring this tendency to hate and to destroy away from us. Cover us with your love and with your truth. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. God bless you. This is another day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so grateful and thankful that our presiding bishop, the Bishop Charles Edward Blake, took a moment, amen, to express his concerns and his sorrow. 
And we, the brotherhood across this nation, me specifically, we join and we stand in arms with our presiding bishop. We understand that in these last and evil days, there are things that are happening, and these things that are happening are not surprising to us, even though they are happening. Because you see, if you look at the two Americas from way back when, where Dr. King began to communicate with us about the two Americas, it's just gone to a proportion now, and it's just gotten to the point where it is really, really coming out. And so today I just wanted to come and express hallelujah. My heart's, my heart's filled in this, this very, very, very uh, sad commentary, but it's a real commentary. Thank God for you being with us today. And thank God for the families. I want to just take a moment, praise God, and call some of the names that I've gathered, amen, that would help us to just continue to think. We all are, are in pain, and we all are hurt at this moment. Because at any day and any time, as we continue to move through this period, praise God, there are things that are going on in every place Hallelujah, across our nation. We thank God for Ahmed Aubrey. Amen. The young man whose life was mercilessly taken, hallelujah, by white father and the son. Just thought he was running through the neighborhood, hallelujah, trying to stay fit, praise God. But uh, there were some other, other things that that interrupted his day, interrupted his life, interrupted the life of his family, thus forth even affecting us on today. So his family, and of course, uh, 2012's Trayvon Martin, and standing ground. Well, there's some ground that needs to be stood, but on the ground that we stand, my brothers and my sisters, it has to be a ground that's based on not destroying property. Hallelujah. Because if we destroy the property, we're actually adding to the decay of our economic system. And even though the economic system is a bit unbalanced now, but by our hands, hallelujah, we cannot continue destroying property. Oh, yes, we have the right to assemble. We have the right to march in a peaceable manner. But when it comes to the destruction of property, that's something that we must look at. And we know that it's not the 90%. Because 90% of the marches that are held across this nation are marches that are saying that this is enough and we're taking our rightful position and we're going to march. And we're going to march peaceably. Hallelujah. We're going to march accountably because first we're just marching. Hallelujah. Being accountable to God. And because of the actions against families, against our brothers and our sisters, we must take our rightful place and take to the streets and say enough is enough. But by taking to the streets, men, women, boys and girls, we must First, 
continue to create an environment that's conducive for peace. It's the peaceful march. Hallelujah. We must march in solidarity. We must march together. So at this point, we call out George Floyd, 46 years old. And I tell you, the cry for justice has gone from here as far as Afghanistan. I believe that there is a mural being painted of him and a cry for justice. Justice must be served. When we look at Sandra Bland, when we look at Eric Gardner, when we look at Byron Lee Williams, when we look at Freddie Gray, when we look at Sam Buchos, when we look at Philando Castile, Terrence Crutcher, hallelujah, Alton Sterling, Jamar Clark, Jeremy McDowell, William Chapman, Walter Scott, Eric Harris, Tamar Rice, Michael Brown, Verona Taylor. These are our tragic, tragic truth that we must embrace. The truth that these lives were taken. These lives were taken. And the events surrounding that these lives were taken, oh God, help today. Father, we thank you for your love, your kindness, and your tender, sweet mercy. God, we thank you. We thank you for righteousness, joy, and peace. God, we're speaking life. Oh, hallelujah. We're speaking life in the name of Jesus. In these dark times, Father God, Jesus' word still echoes. If I be lifted up, I will draw. Thank you, Father, for the drawing power of the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, everyone, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Father God, we thank you for the strange reality. God, that we must call on your name. And Father, you have brought us through danger seen and, and unseen. Father, we're praying for the families of the names that I called. Every family, Father. And the families of black and brown, boys and girls, men and women across this land. Father God, even while sitting in a wheelchair, you're not safe and could be shot. God, we need you. As a people, we take our rightful place. Hallelujah. Speaking those things that are not as though they were. Father God, we're calling for justice in the name of Jesus. We're calling for economic equality in the name of Jesus. Father God, we are asking you in the name of Jesus to just God continue to hold us. Hallelujah. In your arms. Father God, as the nation is travailing. Father, we thank you for the right to march. We thank you for the right to gather peacefully in the name of Jesus. And Father, we bind that 10% who have just an attitude to, to loot and to destroy property. God, we thank you that greater is he that lives within us than he that lives within this world. And God, we're asking in the name of Jesus that you continue, God, 
to walk with us. Hallelujah. Talk with us. We thank you, Father God, for helping us to deal with the collective injury of injustice across this nation. Father, we're asking that you would help us come together like never before. Father, we're calling on your name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Father, we're asking that you would speak to us, each and every one of us as leaders, and give us, God, to take our rightful place, our rightful place, as you've engineered us for success and designed us for accomplishments and uh, anointed us with seeds of greatness. Father God, each and every one of us have a responsibility. And our first responsibility is to accept responsibility for our own actions. United States of America must accept responsibilities for their actions. Every municipality, every police chief, every officer, we must accept our responsibility. Every community person, every pastor, every one who has the ability to uh, distinguish between right and wrong, we must accept our responsibility in this. And then, God, we must operate and work according to your will and according to what been predestined in each and every one of our lives. Because when we look at the body of Christ, it has a head, it has arms, hallelujah. It had legs and feet. It has a heart. Oh God, thank you today. There is accountability and there is responsibility. We pray for all of our first responders. Oh God, we thank you for how they put themselves on the line. I thank you, Father God, that I have access to, hallelujah, my police chief. I have access to our police chiefs in San Diego. We have access, Father God, and I'm asking in the name of Jesus that we utilize the access and the keys that we have because God has blessed us with the keys to the kingdom. Hallelujah. And that we use our keys for kingdom principles and that we operate from a kingdom mindset. This sin of racism Father God, this evil in the name of Jesus, we curse it and we bind it. And God, we take responsibility of speaking those things that are not as though they were. And we're standing on the promises of your word. God, you said you would provide for us. And God, you have. God, you said you would huh, meet our needs. God, you have. God, you said you would be a healer. And God, you've done that. Father, you said that you would be a shield and a buckler. God, you've done that. God, you provided for us, God, during the night. You provided for us, God, during the day. And God, we know that you can provide for us now. You provided for us, God, before we knew who we were. God, you provided for us. And now, Father God, across this nation and in every city, in every county, in every town. God, moved by your spirit. Oh, God, help today. Every, every, every organization has its 
And Father, we bind that 10% that's out of your will. Hallelujah. And we speak, oh God, that you would send a word of healing and a deliverance. Father, angry, being angry. Hallelujah. We have a right to be angry because we've been shot. Hallelujah. Killed. Lives have been taken, young and old, while in our homes. Hallelujah. Our lives have been taken. So we have a right to be angry. But Father God, in our anger, in our anger, God, we will not sin against thee. And we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. We're asking for increase. Increase in the quality of life. Increase in justice and how we're being viewed. Father God, that there are experts and we're strategically planted everywhere. Father God, we're in law enforcement. Father God, we're in EMT. Father God, we're in the fire department. Father God, Father God, we're in hospitals. Father God, we're in the police department. We're in the sheriff's department. We're in government. Father God, you've strategically placed us in the places where you knew that we would be needed. And Father God, I'm praying for every pastor. I'm talking about the pastor in the police department. I'm talking about the pastor that's in, hallelujah, the fire department. Talking about the pastors that are in the hospitals. Talking about the pastors, Father God, that are in government. Talking about those, God, who have a yearning and a burning to do what's right. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, encourage them, God. Where many times they find themselves being, standing naturally alone. But God, you said, surely goodness and mercy will be encamped round and about them. And so, God, today we speak this prayer of strength and encouragement in the name of Jesus. Oh God, faith, increase their faith in the name of Jesus. And God, we're thankful and God, we're grateful that you have showed us, oh man, what is good and what that the Lord require of thee. But to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with our God. And so across this nation, God, we're asking for the name of Jesus. And we believe that the name of Jesus is called out everywhere. And Father God, we would look and be healed from the inside out. There is a trauma that we as black men and women have experienced. It's a deep-rooted, deep-seated trauma. And Father God, because of the trauma, the anger grows day by day. And in this anger, Father God, comes up a stem of hatred. But oh God, the hatred is on both sides. Been traumatized, hallelujah, and been made a mockery of again and again and again. There were times, God, where we had to come in the back door. There were times, God, where we weren't allowed to sit in certain seats. There were times, God, when we weren't allowed to sit at lunch counters. 
There were times, God, that we wasn't allowed to vote. Father God, all those times are past. And Father, we're more than conquerors. But God, we still need more. There's an economic, there's an economic gap. And the two Americas still exist. Those that have and those that have not. And then even God, the top one percentile that has all. Father God, we need you today. In the name of Jesus. And God, we're calling on you. Hallelujah. We're calling on your name. Calling on Jesus' name. Jesus, hear our cry today. There's prayer lines across this nation. Zoom of the word across this nation. To the everywhere. Father, we thank you that your word will not go out and return unto you void. But it would accomplish that what it is designed to do by you. So we thank you for the victory in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the light that shines in darkness in the name of Jesus. And oh God, oh God, oh God, we thank you today in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Saints of the Most High God, we're excited. My name is Dr. Johnson, and this is the Living Health Quality segment. Praise God. Coming from the True Broadcasting Channel. And Father, we thank you for the sponsorship of Kissimmee. Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. Thank you because of Kissimmee and they, their generous support, we're able to be here today. We're not being able to do it. And Kissimmee had to be motivated by the Holy Ghost to allow this opportunity. So we have espresso, we have cappuccino, we have Cordy X, and a host of other products. If you would visit the website, Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. Of course, you'll see an array of products out there. And these products are all health products, praise God. And we're excited, excited to be able to talk about them. They do work. I am not a coffee drinker. Hallelujah. Spent 22 years in the Marine Corps. And I did not partake of having a coffee cup in my hand on a daily basis. But I do love hot chocolate. And so being introduced to the cappuccino, Kennedy coffee, it tastes like hot chocolate. It is the cordyceps, the eltonai, and 75 milligrams of caffeine, praise God, that are added, and no more, no less. 75 milligrams of caffeine is the allotted dose healthy dose of caffeine, amen, on a daily basis. And then you have the cordyceps and the eltonai, amen, coming together. Those three ingredients, amen, are 100% healthy because they are all natural. And I thank God for that. And the Cordy X, praise God, two tablets a day, 
amen. The Cordy X yet has the El Tanai and the Cordyceps in it, and they represent something of a natural balance also. So in taking it, praise God, you will receive a natural lift, not something artificial that would take you up and, and drop you down, amen, and you will feel fatigue, but something that will gradually take its effect on you. So I recommend, praise God, uh, these, these products, they do work. And so we welcome you. Uh, visit the Kissimmee, K-I-S-I-M-E dot com, the website. You'll see a host of products out there. There's also a healthy lung support product out there. And we talk about these products because there's also a testimonial portion of the website where you can see different testimonies of people who have tried these products, praise God, and they express that they work, along with me saying, yes, they work. Two tablets a day. I only take one, praise God, and I'm able to function with that, and I'm thankful for that. But there's also out there, you see a lung and respiratory uh, formula out there, and it may, amen, increase your respiratory system, that it will be able to function. It may reduce the congestion in your lungs, amen. It may help the functions of your respiratory system as a whole, praise God. And it may fight off airborne allergies, amen, and nourish and strengthen the lung tissue, praise God nourish and strengthen the lung tissue and these things that we say we are not physicians we are not doctors but these ingredients are all natural herbs praise god and they do help the body to move itself to a place where the body can take care of itself i'm a firm believer praise god i believe there's some things that i do believe amen Specifically, I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe in God's word. Thank you again for being with with us today. Amen. We pastor the Greater Harvest Church located at 1144 Olive. That's 1144 Olive Avenue in the city of Long Beach. Amen. And we're thankful and grateful to the Greater Harvest Church for all of their support. Amen. And thank you. We do have a prayer line. Praise God. We invite you to that. Amen. If you make comments uh, on the website, praise God. I'm quite sure somebody will send that number to you. We meet daily. Amen. 6 a.m. to 7 Monday through Friday for prayer. Praise God. Our morning worship experience right now is on Sunday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And we're thankful and grateful, praise God, for the team that works there to make sure that we're able to get up and be able to stream. I'm also thankful, amen, for our operations, amen, right here in the studio. Thank God for Brother Vinny. He is both operations and director, praise God. Thank you for his skilled his skills on today. I wanted to bring in my, our presiding bishop, the Bishop Charles Edward Blake, and just put his voice in the airways again. I know it's went throughout the church, amen, but just the fact of having his prayer go before and him expressing his heart before this program, this presentation today, just was 
that's meant a whole lot to me. I, I feel covered. Amen. I feel protected. Praise God. We have a, we have to have a covering. I don't care where you are. I don't care who you are. Amen. If you are a leader, you must follow somebody because, but before you can be a good leader, praise God, you must be a good follower. And I'm just want to share some nuggets of wisdom today. I have my books. I have a lot of things up here, but I believe I'm just going to go this way and just share something, amen, that came out of a conversation we had early this morning. Praise God. Thanking for thanking God for all of the leaders out of there, out there, amen. All of leadership everywhere. We're praying, amen. This is not a denominational thing. This is a body of Christ thing. My bishop is the Bishop Charles Edward Blake, but I understand he is our voice, amen. Amen. And he's recognized across Christendom as being a leader of leaders. And we, amen. We're so thankful and grateful that we have access to him. But I'm thankful and grateful that his cry too, his ecumenical life is meant for the body of Christ. So body of Christ, every bishop, amen, out there that I know, praise God, we're praying for you. Hallelujah. Every pastor, we're praying for you. The mother of the international mother of our organization, Mother Barbara McHugh Lewis, we're praying for you. Every superintendent, every administrative assistant, everybody, every choir member, every mother, every deacon, Hallelujah. Body of Christ everywhere. Black and brown everywhere. This is a time, praise God, if we begin to cry loud and spare not. If we just begin to pray and call out to the Lord of the harvest. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Knowing that God is with us. Knowing that God is with us. I believe. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that this storm amen, will soon be over. Thank you, Jesus. This storm of the pandemic of COVID-19, this storm of injustice, this storm, I believe that it's going to be over soon. Amen. I believe, praise God. I know that it's raining on the, on the East Coast uh, yesterday and uh, raining heavily over there, but I believe that the storm, hallelujah, will soon be over and the rain will go away, praise God. I believe, hallelujah, that we're going to make it through. I believe, and I put it out in the atmosphere and the environment. I believe, praise God. I believe, hallelujah, that the families will come together and our families will be better. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe the promises that God made to us. I believe, hallelujah. But there is a fight. And this fight is not a horizontal, horizontal fight. This fight is a vertical fight. Hallelujah. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We must not allow this horizontal plight to continue. We have to realize that there is a vertical to this thing. And we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. And God has given us the ability to speak. Amen. Ability to speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Speak those things that are not as though they are. So we bind the enemy, the 10% across the board, the 10% of hatred, the 10% of jealousy, the, oh my God, the 10%, praise God, of, of, of economic 
disparity, the 90, the 100% of economic disparity across our land, but the 10%, hallelujah, of hatred, hallelujah, that tears down everything, praise God, that, that would help us to go and be the people that God has called us to be. I believe that God is our provider. I believe and I stand on the word that he is with us. I believe that God is our creator. I believe that all power is given unto him. I believe that God can and God is our healer. I believe, hallelujah, that we will survive. We are survivors. Down through the years, we have and we are survivors. I'm thankful and grateful to God. And I'm grateful and thankful to say that it is already done. We must believe on it, saints of God. We must believe that it's already done. I'm going to tell you a, a story out of my personal library. And out of my personal library of 22 years in the Marine Corps and uh, the span of life, uh, growing up in a farm in Sumter, South Carolina, uh, Horatio, uh, and uh, outside of Shaw Air Force Base and attending Shaw Junior High School for a period of time, and then migrating to uh, New York City, and from New York City joining the Marine Corps in 1977. Uh, God has blessed me to come and travel a few years, and I thank God for being able to travel. And I'm talking about live in my life with traveling shoes on. Because if you're living this life, you got to have on your traveling shoes. And there was a point in my life that I'd been traveling. There's a point in my life that I would come into a point and I did not know what to do. And I was calling on the name of the Lord, calling on the name of Jesus. As I called on the name of God, even last night, even this morning in our 6 a.m. prayer, calling on the name of Jesus and believing God would 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 come in and God would show up. And at one of those times, saints of the most high God, it was at one of those times that I was in uh, a place, uh, I would say a four way stop and wanting to go left or right, wanting to go, but not knowing which way to turn, whether to turn right whether to turn left or whether to go straight, a four-way stop. And saints of God, we all experience a four-way stop at one time in our life or another. And at this particular time, God caught me up in a vision. And while in New York City, we participated in the Police Athletic League, the PAL, and I boxed for a short period of time there. God showed me a boxing ring and in the boxing ring I was looking and I was confused in my natural mind but I had enough faith to follow God in the spirit I saw the boxing ring and there in a vision appeared I began to box with an individual a character unknown character unknown face but it was there boxing with this character and the bell rung and when the bell rang I turned and went towards the corner and when I looked in my corner there was no stool to sit on there was no cut man there was nobody with a sponge but with water over my face there was no natural relief in the corner the corner was empty 
and the corner was bare. I looked back over into the opponent's corner, and when I looked over into the opponent's corner, there I found, or there I saw, that the, my opponent, oh, there was a stool for him to sit on. There was a cut man working on him. There was somebody with a sponge squeezing water over his head. There were four, three or four people in the corner. He was being encouraged uh, with words, amen. But over on my corner, when I look back, there's nobody in the corner. It was just me naturally being there. But there I was assured by the Holy Ghost that even though I didn't see nobody, that surely goodness and mercy was encamped round and about me in this situation. And I want to remind everybody, the body of Christ, that surely goodness and mercy is camped round and about us. And so when the Spirit of God spoke to me in that manner, I was able to turn around. And as I turned around, the bell rang. And now I'm in the midst of this vision. And I'm going to pursue and I'm going to work through this because somehow in my spirit, I know that God is involved in this particular vision. As I began to turn and walk, I noticed that the individual that was in the ring with me before the bell rang, it was not this individual, but now out comes a different opponent. And this opponent is, is larger and bigger and stronger. And I began to be faint in my heart. And the Holy Ghost spoke it again. Surely goodness and mercy is encamped round and about you. And he began to know that in my natural mind, I wanted to retreat and back up and start all over again. But the point that I want to make to you today is that the Holy Ghost reminded me. He said, you can win the battle in the center of the ring, being in the center of the ring. He said, I can't camp round and about you if you stay in the corner. Saints of the Most High God, we got to not allow ourselves, body of Christ, we cannot allow ourselves to be pushed in the center of, I mean, to be pushed in the corner. Help me, Holy Ghost, to be pushed in the corner. Saints of the Most High God, there's a boxing ring and it has four corners. And the Holy Ghost allowed me to know that I can't be pushed in a corner. Don't allow anything to push you in a corner corner. Don't allow jealousy. Don't allow hatred. Don't allow backbiting. Don't allow racism. Don't allow schisms. Don't allow favorites. Don't allow jealousy. Don't allow anything. I believe you get my drift. In the four corners, only four, but those four corners can represent anything. Don't allow yourself to be caught in a corner. And as I began to move forward in my life, I began to realize and understand that it's easy to fight from the center of the ring. Husbands and wives, you can't fight from a corner. Politicians, hallelujah, and community, we can't fight from a corner. Police and community, we can't fight from the corner. We must come to the center 
of the ring and the Holy Ghost has matured in me to I realize that in order to get from the corner to the center of the ring, we must travel on a bridge of truth. And it goes back to part of my prayer when I was praying. You see, to get from your corner of where you might be pushed into to get out of the corner, what you must do is you must pray and take a walk on the bridge of truth. And the bridge of truth means that I'm taking responsibility of my part. I'm taking responsibility for what I have done or what I have said. And now that taking responsibility, it builds a bridge, a bridge of truth. And we can walk on that bridge of truth from the corner to the center. And the Holy Ghost showed me a little picture and I represented a dot in the center of the ring. And then he drew a circle around me, meaning as surely goodness and mercy is encamped round and about me. And then a line from the corner to the center of the ring, which represents the bridge of truth. Saints of the most high God, the Bible says that we should know the truth and the truth shall make us free. The truth shall set us free. We must accept the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is that hatred is alive and well. And that hatred has been here. And hatred was established long before the present state that we're in. Hatred was established way back with the slave patrol. Hatred was established way back when they forced us to come here. You see, a lot of the other people the other ethnicities that are here, they came voluntarily to come to a place of prosperity. But when you look at us, the black man, we were forced here. Hallelujah. We were forced here against our will. We were forced here to come. And then the hallelujah, then all the mm, the things that we experience now, where this country of the United States is now, it came up on our backs. Hallelujah. It was on our backs and through the blood that was shed. And blood is still running in the streets. And the blood is crying out. Hallelujah. From the streets. So when you see us marching, when you see us walking peacefully, it is the blood crying out. And we are our brothers keepers and we've been forced by the truth of what's happening in our lives we're being forced to, to take it to the streets uh, but we want to take it to the streets uh, in a healthy way we want to take it to the streets praise god in a productive way we want to walk quietly we want to walk peaceably but we want to walk and we want to walk in dignity and honor. We want to respect those who died and gone on before us because we are a people of dignity. We got to remember Black Wall Street and how the crop dusting planes flew over Black Wall Street in Oklahoma and began to drop down fire. And the fire department, who was made up of our white brothers, the Ku Klux Klan, by the way, they stood and they 
watch the city burn. We are a people of dignity. We are a people of honor. We are not dogs. Hallelujah. We are not the beaten down downtrodden even though we're economically deprived but we have dignity and honor and we expect to be treated as such our lord and savior jesus christ shed his blood and because of the blood that was shed we have a right amen to offer honor a right have dignity saints of the most high god stand up for your right join in the fight and be a soldier in the army of the lord this may seem to be a mixed message but i'm letting you know that jesus stood his ground we have to stand our ground but we must stand our ground Peaceably, we must stand our ground, understanding that greater is he that lives within us than he that lives within this world. Saint to the most high God, when we stand up and we stand up with biblical principles, when we stand up on the word of God, when we stop lying to each other. We stop lying to ourselves and realize that nobody's coming to help us but us. When we realize that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and sin reigns. Hallelujah. Sin reigns and God has given us an opportunity. He's reset things just for us. He's reset things for the body of Christ to take its rightful place. It's not for law enforcement to take corrective actions it's for us to correct ourselves it's for us to stand on the principles and the principles is the word of God we must live for God and live it out in the name of Jesus the streets belong to us we are the fathers and the grandfathers and the great grandfathers we must take our stand and our rightful place in the name of Jesus because everything starts and stops with God. Nothing stops. Nothing moves. God knows. He wants us to walk. Hallelujah. In unison. He wants us to pray. Amen. And pray the same prayer. We can be in, we can be in different geographical locations, but the word that comes up out of our hearts, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks today. And when we speak, hallelujah, when we speak the word of God, God's word is going to go out and accomplish that what it was designed to do. It's not going to return unto itself void. So let us speak the word in harmony and peace. Let us forget about the titles and let's just stand up for right, join in the fight as soldiers in the army of the Lord. I'm telling you, saints are the most high God. We've got to pray because if we pray, our prayer will be heard. If we pray and stand on the word of God because God's word said one put away a thousand and two put away ten thousand so if we would work on our vertical thank you Jesus work on our vertical then our horizontal will fall in line saints of the most high God let's own our truth let's stop lying and believing and waiting for somebody to come and save us. Jesus Christ has already died on the cross. He 
shed his blood. And now it's up to me and now it's up to you to pray. Amen. And trust God. Praise God. And stand on his promises. There are some things that I must do. There are some things that you must do. Each and every one of us are held accountable. We are accountable. We are accountable. You and I are accountable. And so we take our rightful place. We take our rightful place in the Lord. In the Lord. We can't be distracted. We are still in a pandemic. We can't be distracted. Because now the pestilence of disease is upon us. And now the, uh, help me Holy Ghost, the pandemic across our nation of racism which is sin it is sin and it's an abomination before God that we would allow ourselves to fall prey to such a time as this where we are our brother's keeper saints of the most high God I cannot say it enough stand up for right and join in the fight what are you talking about joining in the fight I'm talking about falling down on bended knees. Let's make war on the floor and watch God change things. Watch God change things. Because you see, we have a mind. We have a spirit. Hallelujah. We have a body. And saints of the most high God, we have freedom of mind. And when we position ourselves, we can experience wellness. We can experience wholeness. I thank God greater harvest church of god in christ we are positioning ourselves to be a wellness center we're positioning ourselves to be a healing station not only for the soul but the totality of our being we had our first session and our first meeting moving beyond trauma wellness in the mind and moving to resilience saints of the most high god we have to gather ourselves together and we and begin to look at who we are and we have to take ownership and control, amen, of what's happening in our lives tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to come. Hallelujah. I may not be here for too many more tomorrows and neither will you. But we have to leave an answer and we have to leave hope, amen, because when our great Grandchildren and our grandchildren now, they're looking at us and they're saying, what are we doing and how we're responding? Saints of the most high God, we have got to move into the area where God has predestined us to become. Ah, the predestination is from God into this life. What am I doing to fulfill the destiny which God has called me to? Each and every one of us who's living and breathing, saints of the most high God, we have to look to God to fulfill the destiny in our life. The life thou that we now live, we live by grace, hallelujah, of the son of God who loved me, who loved you and gave his life for you and I. And now we give God back what he's given to us. And that is life. And that is life. And that is life. When we look at the mind, freedom in the mind is equal to having a healthy mind with the absence of, of, of mental disease. 
being able to function, hallelujah, being able to function normally. What is normal? Hallelujah. What is normal? The Holy Ghost must define to each and every one of us what is normal for us. Because when we find what is normal in the Holy Ghost, in the Word of God, we will begin to function. Hallelujah. So the freedom to be able to function on a day-to-day basis, having healthy relationship with our families, having healthy relationship with the body of Christ, having healthy relationships among our friends, being able to work and whatever that may mean to you. Amen. Being able to have, being able to have a, a, a job at, at, at home, working from home or, or having a job or, or working towards being healthy in our spirit. All this for our mind. Amen. Our mind think from moment. To wake up in the morning until you fall asleep at night. It gives you no moment of rest. Our mind creates thoughts. Our mind also receives thoughts from the world around us. The human mind has fears, has desires, have excitement, have boredom, have enjoyment. It has likes, it has dislikes, has talents and limitations. So my main question that I want to leave you with today. Let's look at what are the unhealthy things that 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 gives us an umbrella for mental health. We've got to take authority of what goes in our eye gates, in our ear gates, because whatever we allow to be a priority That's what's going to be the majority of how we think and what we do. Men, women, boys, and girls. Black, white, green, or brown. Law enforcement. Our civic leaders everywhere. What we're asking you to do is accept responsibility and be accountable for your own actions. Because when you accept responsibility and you are accountable for your own actions, hallelujah, both saved and unsaved. Because there's some unsaved folk that we want to category as not being saved. But I'm going to tell you, hallelujah, when fear overtakes and when you're overwhelmed, I'm telling you, I don't care who or what you believe. At some point, you're going to say, oh, Lord, have mercy. And that's what I'm saying today. Oh, Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy on us as we live, as we speak, as we breathe. Have mercy on us. Bless the families, Father God, that have lost loved ones, uh, the biological families. But God bless us as a family extended. Hallelujah. And we are experiencing this pain, uh, this pain that uh, it's different if it was a toothache or it's different if I stubbed my toe. It's different if I've had a broken limb. But Father God, this pain is so deep. And this pain that we have has been this pain for so long. God, we're asking for you to give us, hallelujah, comfort in your word. Father God, we thank you for the Holy Ghost being the comforter in our lives. And Father God, we thank you for everything that you, hallelujah, has designed for us. And we thank you because we know we have victory. 
because we're walking by faith and not by sight. And you promised, Father God, that you would never leave us. You would never forsake us, but you would go with us all the way, even to the ends of the earth. And we thank you, Father God, that we haven't reached our end yet. And you are Alpha and Omega. You are you are beginning and our end. And we thank you, Father God, as again we're closing, but we lift up our leadership around this country, around the world. And we're looking for the, we're talking about the leadership of the body of Christ around this country and around this world. And more specifically, our presiding bishop, Bishop Charles Edward Blake, the general board, our mother Barbara Q. Lewis, and all the administrators, highly Hallelujah. Administrative assistants and pastors everywhere. Our bishop, Bishop Joe Lewis Ely, walk with us, God, talk with us. The bishops around the globe. Hallelujah. Amen. Body of Christ, body of Christ, arise and let us bombard heaven with prayer. Let us present unto God our heart's desire and know that God has an ear inclined to hear us when we pray. And we are thankful, Father God, that we play, that we pray with the spiritual a spirit of expectation for god we know thank you jesus like you told jeremiah for you know the thoughts that you have towards us thoughts of good and not of evil and to bring it to an expected end and we expect god to walk in victory we expect god to be healed we expect father god hallelujah to be more than conquerors we expect father god to see you to see your presence. Hallelujah. We expect, Father God, to come out of this. Bless our homes everywhere in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for the miracles. We thank you for the miracles that's before us. And Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. As we redig the wells of revival. Hallelujah. We're redigging those wells of Mr. Seymour. We're, uh, Bishop Seymour. We're redigging the wells. Hallelujah. Of Bishop Charles Harrison Mason. We're redigging the wells, Father God. That was stopped up. And even though now, God, the same attitude that the Philistines had to stop up our wells, Father God, we redig those wells by faith in Jesus' name, knowing, God, that the wells are in our community and the living water, hallelujah, that comes out of those wells are for us, God, and we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, we're redigging wells, God, even as we speak. The wells of prayer, the wells of forgiveness, Hallelujah. The wells of long suffering. And we're not using prayer as a crutch. For God, we get up off of our seat of do nothing. And God, we're asking for the unction from the Holy Ghost to lead, direct, and guide each and every one of us into a place, God, where it be the head, whether it be the eyes, the ears, the nose, the, the ears, God, the hands, the arms, the feet, the legs, wherever we fit, God, in the body of Christ. Give us, God, to be a good steward of that position. And we get in position, Father God, so that we can make a difference in this nation. Stir us up, O oh God, in a holy way. Jesus said, you've turned my father's house into a den of thieves. Father God, in the name of Jesus, speak over our nation to heal it, to heal our land. And Father, we're careful to give you the glory, honor, and the praise. And it's in Jesus' name. Thank you for allowing us to be in your homes today. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to be here. And God, we trust you. We have faith in you for a breakthrough. We thank you for our sponsors. Amen. Kissing me. K-I-S-I-M-E. 
saintsofgod.com. Thank you for the products that are out there. And we invite you to go, Saints of God, go and to the website. And uh, even the fact that we can give you the name of the website, praise God. I have it here. Amen. I've given you the name of the website, praise God. But, uh, and it's kissingme, K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. But also, uh, Mr. Cantane, the founder, hallelujah, owner of the company. His number is 714-487-4241. That's 714-487-4241. Thank you for the open door here, being able to come and share. Thank you for being with us, inviting us into your homes once again. Please, please, please understand that we have a responsibility to ourselves. Take responsibility for our own individual actions, and then we can take responsibility. Amen. Because blessings and curses do not proceed out of the same mouth. We will take our responsibility and speak life. Hallelujah. Into this dark world. Lift up the name of Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. Thank you, Jesus. I'll close by this. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burdens of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. Body of Christ, it was at the cross, at the cross, where we first saw the light and the burdens of our hearts rolled away. It was there by faith we received our sight and now I am happy all the day. Even though we're in deep sorrow, yet we're happy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for being with us today and we lift up holy hands and bless your name in the sanctuary. Speaking blessings into your home, blessings into your job, blessings over our cities, blessings over our civic leaders. And we pray in this prayer by faith in Jesus' name. Thank God, thank God, and amen. Thank you for being with us on today, and we're looking forward to being with you on tomorrow as we lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and bless the name of the war of the Lord. God bless you and goodbye and thank you once again. And we thank you for the true broadcasting channel. Thank you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and make it a blessed day. In Jesus' name, amen.